Today's Word Podcast with Rick Pena. Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pena, and I bring you today's word for July 30th, 2018. It is a Monday morning. I love setting the tone for the whole week. We're going to get into the word this morning in a series that we've been studying for a while, and I believe is going to be a blessing to you. Not only will it bless you for this day, but once again, it will bless you for the entire week. So we've been studying the parable of the sower. I call this series Expecting the Word to Work. And this is part 31 of the series. Today's message is entitled, You Will Never Lose Out. As a believer, when you make decisions that line up with God and his word, and you feel like you're making a sacrifice, like you're losing out on something, let me tell you something, you will never lose out. Choosing God will always be the right decision. You do what's right because it's right. You do it right every time. That's how we're supposed to live. That's how we're supposed to walk as we're led of the Holy Spirit, applying the word of God to our lives every day. So let's go back to the parable. So this is a parable uh, uh, where Jesus gave this amazing parable of the sower. He says, this is a parable that you have to understand. When his disciples asked him to explain the parable, he's like, man, you don't understand this one. If you don't understand this parable, then how can you understand any parable? So I call this the the mother of all parables. Jesus talks about four types of soil. We've covered the first two and now we're dealing with the third one. So this is what Jesus said about this third type of soil, which is thorny ground or thorny weeds. He said, others are like the seed that's planted amongst thorny weeds. They hear the teaching. However, their lives become full of other things. What are the other things, Jesus? Jesus gives us three categories of other things. He says, it's the cares of this world, the love of money, and everything else they want. And these other things grow up like weeds and the weeds choke out the word. So the word does not produce a harvest in their lives. And what we want is for the word of God to produce the seed of the word, the incorruptible seed to produce a harvest in our lives so that we can become the men and women God has called us to be. And so to do that, we cannot allow these other things to be growing within the soil or the content of our heart. So the word of God is sown into our heart. But if we have other things in our heart, like the love of money, the kids of this world, and the lust for other things, then these other things will choke out the word. So we dealt with the kids of this world already. We dealt with the love of money already. And on Friday, I started dealing with the last one, which is everything else they want or selfish desires or the lust for other things. So as a believer, we should not allow ourselves to have a lust or a desire for things that were not birthed in the heart of God. What we want, what we should want is, is whatever God wants for our lives. So because God made plans for us from the foundations of the world, then true success for us can only be uh, found in those plans. Anything that we do that are, that is outside of the will of God, outside of the plans that God already established for us, it doesn't matter how many accolades we get for it in this world. It doesn't matter if it, if it generates a lot of money for us. At the end of the day, it cannot be a success if it's not tied to our divine purpose. So success in Christ is, is all about the purpose, the assignment that God made for us from the foundations of the world. So here Jesus describes once again um, everything else they want. The King James calls it a lust for other things. And as I was thinking about this this morning, praying about it, I believe that this this lust for other things um, where people choose their desires over God's desires, it really boils down to a fear of losing out. It's like this. um, I don't know, like this, like if I choose this over what I want to do, then I might miss out on that and I may never get to enjoy that. And so out of this fear of losing out, they're actually placing themselves self over God 
and that is a foolish decision. So once again, today's message is entitled, you will never lose out. Uh, if you choose self over God, you are being very short-sighted. And that's what we'll deal with on today. You, there are people that are pursuing or they see pursuing God as less desirable or less enjoyable than pursuing their own lust, pursuing their own desires. You know, people, you know how it is. They're like, well, I don't know. The whole church thing, the whole God thing. I'll deal with that later because for right now, I just want to have fun. For, for right, as if being a born again believer filled with the Holy Spirit covered by the blood of Jesus is not fun. So, so I, I mean, I love God. I, I get to enjoy an amazing life. You can enjoy life and still do it God's way. But there are people that say, well, if, if I do that, if I do the whole church thing, or if I do the whole Jesus thing, yeah, right now, what I want to do is I want to do my own thing right now. And maybe later I could get to that. Well, that's foolish on many levels. Number one, you could be here today and gone today, right? So, so tomorrow's not promised to anyone, but it's also short-sighted because you're choosing self over God and we'll, we'll just deal with that today. So what does this mean to you today on this Monday morning as we're talking about prioritizing God over self, God's will over us? What does it mean to you? I have five things to share with you. As I get into these five things now, I want you to, to rid yourself of all distractions and, and tune in, focus in now, give your heart to what God is about to say. You ready? Five things. Here we go. Number one, if you know what the Bible says about something, or even more importantly, if you know something that God has spoken to you directly through the Holy Spirit, through a prophet, whatever, through a situation, gave you a dream while you were sleeping, a vision while you were awake, you know something that God has spoken to you and, or you have the word of God on it. And so you know the will of God, right? Because the word of God is the will of God documented. The word of God is the will of God on paper. People say, I, I don't know the will of God. Well, read the word of God. So if you have the word of God on something, whether it's in the Bible or something God spoke to you, but you then choose to disobey it, I mean, flat out, just disobey it in pursuit of a selfish desire, then what you're doing is you're placing self over God. You are placing pride over purpose. And here's the bad part. You are placing temporary over eternal. See, you're going to reap what you sow. You will reap a harvest on the short-sighted decision that you made. And unfortunately, you're going to live to regret it. You're going to wake up one morning and you're going to realize that you were making decisions based on temporary emotions or temporary conditions instead of your eternal purpose and you will live to regret it. Number two, to truly walk with God, you must learn to take the long view in life. When you're led of the Holy Spirit, listen, the Holy Spirit is going to lead you. I know this is not pleasant to say, but the Holy Spirit is going to lead you to avoid shortcuts, <laughs> to deny yourself from quick and ill-gotten gain and to make the hard decisions that build character over the easy decisions that eat away at your character. So what you want to do is make the hard decisions that are going to build your character and not make the easy ones that eat away at it. In the long run, though, living this way is going to produce a life that is fulfilling, rewarding and life producing for you and for everyone who comes in contact with you. Not only will you have life, the life that God had 
plan for you from the foundations of the world, but every person that comes in contact with you will be able to receive life from you. You'll be receiving life from God and you'll be giving life to every person that you come in contact with because you made the hard decisions, because you didn't choose the shortcuts, because you didn't choose ill-gotten gain, because you did what was right, because it's right, you did it right in the sight of God. And over the long term, you become the man that God called you to be. I know this is hard for people today uh, uh, to, to kind of like accept, especially millennials. They really want everything and they want it now. I got it. But when God looks at you, he's looking at the long term. Number three, this, that last statement leads me to my third point. God is not short-sighted. When God looks at you, look at me, look at me for a minute. When God looks at you, he sees your future. When God looks at you, he sees you and he sees his, your children and he sees your children, children. The, the Bible says that the blessings and cursings are passed down to the second and third generation. When God looks at you, he is seeing three generations. When, when the Holy Spirit is leading you to make a decision, he's trying to impact three generations. What the decisions that you make, your life is impacting 120 years. Your generation and the generation that comes after you and the generation that comes after that, we're talking about you, your children, and your children's children. I know that in today's microwave generation where everybody wants everything and they want it now and they want it easy and they want to give it to them on a silver platter, I know that this is hard to take. This is hard to digest. This is hard to process, but it's the Bible and it's right. I'm telling you, when God looks at you, he's looking at your children and your children's children. So he wants you to make decisions today that are going to impact your life and impact the two generations that will follow you. So no, he's not short-sighted. When he looks at you, he's making a long term investment. So never choose something so short-sighted like, well, I just want to get this quick pleasure in. No, I'm making decisions that are going to line up with God and line up with God for the long haul. Number four, people who choose to disobey God for a temporary pleasure are setting themselves up for long-term failure. Let me say that again. If you choose to a temporary pleasure over serving God or over doing what's right, in the sight of God, then you're setting yourself up. You might have pleasure in the short term, but you're going to have failure in the long term. You may enjoy the moment, but you are sowing seeds that you're going to have to reap later and you're going to live to regret it. Number five. And finally, you are never going to lose out when you choose God, when you choose his will over a selfish or worldly desire. Anything that you sincerely sacrifice for God, when you place his will above your own, becomes a seed that will produce a godly harvest in your life. So if you are truly sacrificing, if you know you're making a decision where you are denying self and denying something that you really wanted because you believe the Holy Spirit is telling you no, and maybe he's telling you no forever, maybe he's telling you no, not now. But whatever, if he says don't do it and you choose not to do it, you are sowing seeds that you are going to reap a godly harvest on. And so, so you want to make those decisions because everything that you do, every decision that you make is going to produce something. So you're sowing seeds today that you will reap tomorrow. And so I am reaping today the decisions that I made yesterday. So you want to make decisions that are going to lead to the life that God destined for you to have from the foundations of the world. And look at me, don't ever think that you are losing out when you are placing God first. God will never, never, never be in debt to you. If you place God first, you are not losing out on anything. He will see to it that you reap a harvest on every seed sown. Our God, who is the Lord of the harvest, will see to it that you reap a harvest on every seed sown. Every seed, every 
a decision. Every seed of sacrifice, you will reap a harvest on it. So you will never lose by choosing God and giving him first place in your life. Last thing I'll say is that God will see to it that every decision that you make that aligns with his will will wind up producing his results because he's watching over his word to perform it. That's Jeremiah 1 and 12. So when you are making decisions that line up with God, you're choosing his will above your own, and you're doing that on a daily basis. God is going to see to it. This, the, the whole series, this series is about expecting the word to work. God is going to see to it that his word works in your life. God is going to see to it that, that those decisions produce a godly harvest, and you will be thankful in the long run. You, you, it may be hard right now, but in the long run, you will be thankful that you chose the hard right over the easy wrong. You will be thankful that you chose God over self. You will be thankful that you chose to be led of the Holy Spirit and to be obedient to the word of God. And you will, over the long run, develop the character required to be able to carry the weight of the anointing associated with the assignment. And you will walk in your divine purpose and you will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And you will be a world changer, an atmosphere setter. You will walk into, in, into rooms and, and the whole atmosphere will change because the the power of God, the presence of God, the anointing of God, the favor of God is going before you. You will have the answers to this world's problems. God will give you words. It's the father living in you. He will give you the words and he will perform the work because you are submitted unto him because you're yielded unto him and you are living the life that you were destined to live. This is how we live the life of faith. Man, I'm excited about this week. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to repeat after me now in faith from a believing heart. Say this. Say, Father, this is a season of expectation for me. My expectation is tied to your word and to the plans you made for me before the world began. So I will my will to choose you and your will above my own. I die to self. I die to selfish desires. I submit to you in all my ways. I live a submitted life. Therefore, I declare that you see to it, Father, that my life produces fruit. I prosper in all my ways because my decisions are decisions that line up with your will. My life is in your hands. I sow seeds of sacrifice and obedience. And you see to it, Father, that I reap a harvest on every seed sown. I declare this by faith. In Jesus' name, amen. This is today's word. Apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, go to todaysword.org and sign up and get the messages. They're gonna be a blessing to you. As you head into this day, make a decision right now that you're gonna live a submitted life that you're going to do what God says to do, that you're going to let, uh, do what the word says to do, you're going to do what the Holy Spirit leads you to do, no matter what temporary pain it causes you, in the long term, it is going to produce an amazing harvest. Now, share this message with someone that you know before you leave the screen so that they can become the men and women God has called them to be as well. You go now. Have a blessed Monday. Have a blessed week. See you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. God bless you.